As firefighters, we have the best job in the world. And even though we love our jobs, negativity can sometimes creep in. Whether it's the result of administration decimating morale, a call that goes bad, or family issues that creep into the firehouse, we all succumb to negative energy from time to time. This can be a death sentence when it comes to morale and everyday happiness, but it doesn't have to be. We are ultimately in control of how we feel and what we choose to focus on, and sometimes we need a little help out of the muck. In today's episode, I'll talk about what we can do to recognize negative energy when it flares up, what we can do to mitigate it, and set the tone for a more positive and mentally healthy environment at the firehouse. You are a firefighter and an EMS professional. You are a part of a worldwide brotherhood of dedicated servants and you put your life on the line every day for others. Because of that, you deserve better. We are often our own worst enemies and it's time to own it. Let's work to improve and change the status quo. That change starts with us, right here, right now. In every situation we're faced with, as we see a need, we own it and we act. Be the ideal firefighter you would want on your crew. Be ignited. Hey everyone, my name is Ryan Rodriguez and I'm the founder of Ignited and your host for the Ignited Firefighter Podcast. The Ignited Movement is a brotherhood of firefighters who challenge the status quo through a forum dedicated to self-improvement and accountability. In each of these episodes, we discuss a myriad of different things challenging the fire service today from leadership and tactics to how to improve ourselves physically as well as mentally. We aim to civilize the mind but make savage the body. And even though the focus is on the fire service, topics and principles we discuss can be applied by professionals everywhere. That being said, let's light the spark. I'm sure some of you out there work for a perfect department, and all of this is going to come as a big shock to you, but some of us are guilty of contributing to negative environments. <gasps> what? By some of us, I mean all of us, every single one of us. You do it. I do it. We all gripe and complain at the firehouse. We all do it. We all invite negativity through the doors at some time or another. There's some really incredible bonding experiences and some really great stories told within those walls. We laugh, we cry, lives change and children grow up, people get married, they get divorced, then they get married again, they might even get divorced again, who knows. For a career where we spend a third of our lives within intimate confines of each other, we get to know each other really well, for good or bad. The goal of this episode's topic is to make it more for the good. And you can have a bigger part in that than you realize. It's said that when you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. And that's how I feel about my career in the fire service. Even though we have our hangups, it's still incredibly rewarding. So now that we've taken ownership of the contributions that we make, good or bad, let's dive into the meat of this. One of the largest problems regarding negative behavior within the firehouse walls is that it goes unchecked. But before we can make conscious efforts to put this behavior in check, we have to first be able to identify it. So let's start with identifying negative signs. 
As you know, the key to solving any problem first is to identify that there even is a problem. Only then can we address it appropriately. Imagine a car on fire, right? We have no problem identifying that issue and acting accordingly. It's pretty obvious. All I'm asking is that we apply the same mentality to this issue. So stay with me. We're going to identify the ways that negativity creeps in and how it presents itself through other people. So when people do things like they provide sufficient excuses for not doing their jobs or saying, not my fault, that's an issue, right? Something else is when people criticize others for doing their jobs. All they do is criticize. Another thing, another issue is people who trash talk other people who are trying to better themselves and as a result, their organization. Oddly enough, people like you and me. Um, something else people do or a characteristic of negative people or negative traits is that if someone is quick to disregard others' opinions, regardless of their knowledge. And finally, when someone is eager to talk about the problems with the way things are without offering any solutions. Now, these aren't the entire list of characteristics, all right? This isn't the entire list. But these are the ones that I feel negatively affect us the most. But before we dive into how to eliminate this kind of energy, I'd like to first talk more about the cycle of negativity that exists. That might give you some time to ruminate on the things that you could do to eliminate those negative behaviors that I just mentioned. Then, when I go over my thoughts on them later, or my solutions, you may find us on the same frequency. And isn't that the ultimate goal? Understanding and unity through the frequencies that we're putting out into the world? Anyway, let's talk about the cycle of negativity. So negativity is one of the most contagious human behaviors that exist. Think about it. When you have a bad experience at a restaurant, you make sure that everyone knows about it, right? I mean, isn't that the whole reason Yelp was created? Everybody all of a sudden's a, a, a food critic. <laughs> Think about someone in your organization who stands out as a negative person. What were they like when they had just come on the job? Were they always like that? Or were there certain events that happened to them that turned them sour? Were they mentored by a captain who's known to have a negative or even an apathetic attitude towards people? More than likely, someone displayed that negative or apathetic behavior to them that they eventually adopted. It's a cycle. And it doesn't end there, unfortunately, because what's that person going to do when they become the senior firefighter for new probies coming in? They're going to perpetuate that behavior, right? I've worked with some pretty incredible people. I've also worked with some of the most miserable, negative, self-serving people that I have ever met in my entire life. And it's sad for me to say that out loud. I know some officers who are known for sitting around all day, bad-mouthing anything and everything. Can you think of anything worse than spending 24 to 48 hours with one of these types of people? Let me ask you this question. Have you ever turned down overtime in order to avoid working with one of those people? So why do people get away with this type of crap? The answer is that there is always an audience for it. Someone is willing to sit around and listen to them. You want to know something that I've noticed? The ones who are continuing this cycle are the ones who don't do anything to contribute to their organization. 
They're takers. They're not creators. One of the things that I've noticed is that people tend to not want to make waves, even in situations where people are sitting around having a complaint party, even if it's the right thing to do. Making waves, I mean. Even if making waves is the right thing to do, people don't want to do it. People would rather fit in and be a part of the negativity than stand up for what's right or even ask the simple question, so what are we going to do about it? This is basic human psychology. It's the outliers like you and me who carry the responsibility of having the courage to say something and make efforts to focus on the positive. And how sad is it that we are the ones who get blacklisted for it, for trying to make things better? But therein lies the key. Having the courage to break the cycle is what it's going to take. Refuse to pass on that negative tendency. Refuse to pass on the negative attitude that you were taught. Refuse to pass on the abuse that you received when you were a probie. Not only refuse to do those things, but make an active effort to do the opposite. Promote the idea that you're there to serve. Propagate the practice of being the one who's willing to help willing to answer questions and not judge. And I'm getting a little off track here and honing in on how we treat probies, but there's a lot to be said for breaking this cycle of negativity by how we treat our new people. Now let's take a turn and talk about the company officer's role in all this. We all have our bad days and we all need to blow off steam from time to time. There's nothing wrong with that. If we weren't allowed to do that, then we'd become psychopaths, more so than we already are, right? Running into burning buildings. However, when all you do is that, there is a problem. When all you do is blow off steam, there's a problem here. And if this constantly is being allowed by a supervisor or even coming from a supervisor, then that's flat out not okay. That's an official term. Officially, it's not okay. I've been told time and time again, that the company officer is the rank which holds the most influence in a fire service organization. Company officers are responsible for their attitude and the attitudes of their crew. And if you don't believe that, then you aren't ready to promote. If you know of company officers who don't subscribe to this idea, then there's an issue, a big issue. Side note, any issue I can think of within the fire service in particular all comes down to accountability in some form or another. That just popped into my head. I felt the need to say it. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Company officers are responsible for their attitude and the attitude of their crew. I understand that dealing with the negative behavior or attitude of someone you're in charge of can be extremely uncomfortable. I get it. I've felt that when I was temporarily promoted to captain due to staffing issues at my current organization. This type of stuff is going to test your abilities because it takes a great deal of patience and understanding and professionalism. And you've got to be able to control your emotions. You've got to. Negative people tend to take things very personally, and they blow things way out of proportion. They live in extreme world. Always, never, why do you always say this to me, or I never do this? Anyway, those are key words to, to pick up on. This is why people tend not to even want to deal with those people. However, it's got to happen if things are to get better. It's got to. Captains who don't know how to handle the negative behavior or choose to ignore it are going to have a hell of a time reeling it in when the behavior goes on for way too long or gets way out of control. So you guys remember my story 
of the guy in the last episode of the guy who walks around or who walks naked to and from the shower in the firehouse full of men and women. Yeah, that's the exact type of thing that I'm talking about here. Look at the captains of people like that. They will either allow it or they'll cultivate and even participate in it. It's crazy to watch. Some officers are cancers within organizations. They may leave when their time is up, hopefully sooner, but they'll leave remnants of themselves behind when they go. If your organization isn't strong enough to stomp out that fire when it starts, it will just continue to grow, as we all know it will. So how do we stomp it out? What do you guys think of a, uh, just creative thinking here, what do you guys think of a, a fire fight club where one day a year we call out that jackass who hasn't learned his lesson, who's running his mouth, and we go out to the bay and we settle things old school style. What do you guys think about that? One day a year where we get to issue a much needed ass whooping, right? Something tells me that HR won't be too keen on that, but I keep telling them that sometimes violence is the answer. Hear me out. Anyway, let's move on to the HR approved ways to handle the issue. So here's some real world solutions. Earlier, I mentioned that negativity is one of the most contagious human behaviors. Fortunately, so is positivity. The people you're around will play off your behaviors. So do your best to be the firefighter you'd want on your crew by doing what you can to influence that environment of positivity. Good habits are built just like bad habits. Small, consistent effort over time. Here are some suggestions as to how you can deal with and prevent negative behavior where you're at. Change starts with yourself. You got to recognize your own negativity and improve those problem areas first. You can't control other people's behavior, but you can for sure control your own. Counter negativity by being a positive influence. People will want to be around you and your attitude will rub off on them. Number three, try to understand what motivates the negative person and maybe get them involved in something that uses their skill set and knowledge in a way that contributes in a positive manner. People tend to be negative when they aren't challenged or their skills aren't being put to use. Number four, have integrity. Be consistent with your words and your actions. Make sure they line up. Inconsistency is one of the quickest ways to decimate morale. And in a career where uncertainty is our field of operation, be the one who provides certainty. Be the one people can count on. What are we on? Number five now? Number five, listen to people. Remember when you were new and actually knew some stuff, but didn't want to say anything because you were new? Screw that. It's ridiculous. Remember the feeling when a captain or senior firefighter actually listened to what you had to say based on your previous experience or knowledge? Maybe you came from a framing background and know a, a whole lot about building construction. You probably shouldn't keep your mouth shut in that instance. Maybe you come from a medical field and can offer a solution to a current medical issue. Don't keep quiet for the sake of like you being the new guy and you got to be respectful and all this other bullcrap. Don't do that. When your contribution is validated, it feels amazing. So try doing that for others. Number six, 
Be impeccable with your word. You guys have heard me talk about this in my Four Agreements episode. I'm huge on this. Think about what you're going to say before you say it. If you can't communicate effectively with your crew, especially about emergencies, then all is lost. Don't leave people guessing and do not make assumptions that they will just know what you're talking about. There's another four agreement, right? Four agreement element. Don't make assumptions. Anyway, number seven, be honest. People might not even know that they've fallen into the trap. Be the firefighter you'd want in your crew and help them out of it. Wouldn't you want someone to help improve your situation? Last thing, remember, if you look the other way, your crew, your organization, and ultimately the people you serve will pay the price. It's difficult to measure the ultimate effect that negativity has on an organization, but you definitely know it when you see it, and you know it when you feel it. Set high standards for yourself. By doing that, your crew will either want to up their game and do the work with you, or they'll want to bid off your crew. And either way, you and your crew wins, right? Imagine the change that could happen if everyone got to that point in your department. The ones who would otherwise hold you back will start to feel real uncomfortable and most likely find their way out. And that's a win, win, win. I think three wins, maybe even four wins. I'd love to hear some of the things you've implemented in your own organizations to help foster a positive environment. Share it with our online community. Click the link in the show notes or visit www.facebook.com slash groups slash Ignited Firefighter Podcast Community. Here you can connect with me and firefighters from all over the world. You can gain some perspective, some new insights on what's going on in the firefighting world and get some support by brothers and sisters who actually care about maintaining and fostering the brotherhood that the fire service should be. You can also find me on Instagram and Twitter at IgnitedFF. Not really all that active on Twitter, but I'm there. Engage with me and the rest of the group. Join us, guys. It's a perfect way to share and obtain new ways to arm yourself with some strategies so you can stand firm in your principles. Quick announcement. I'm going to make this announcement probably up until the week it begins. I will be launching the Ignited Firefighter Recruit Academy Cohort 21-1 on January 4th. This is the second cohort of the Ignited Firefighter Recruit Academy that I've done and the program just gets better and better. Go to www.ignitedff.com or click the link in the show notes to learn more and join up. If you're not yet on the job and you're looking for a way to get on the right path, join the Ignited Recruit Academy. This is a six-week online program where you will get weekly personal instruction and accountability from me weekly assignments that'll refine your mental approach and help remove your ego from the equation. You'll get strategies for interviewing well. You'll get the 28-day ignition workout program that I've created that's geared towards getting you in the habit of working out and getting you ready to step into the fire academy. And you'll get access to the private Facebook group where you can connect with others in the cohort as well as previous IRA alumni. So if you're looking to gain a career doing the best job in the world, join me in the Ignited Recruit Academy and we'll get you on the right path. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, if you see a need, own it and take action. Be the ideal firefighter you would want of your crew. Be ignited. <laughs>